Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 150th time. Oh. This, this, this is a fun number. 150th time. I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. As always, I have the boys with me. We're going to uh, be getting into. Uh, we got some start bench cut. We've got um, Saints Seattle reaction. If there's anything there, um, a, a new segment, not Joe's 49er corner. We'll be getting to okay. um, another start bench cut. Um, more seven layer nachos. Uh, I'm I've decided, boys. It's not going to be MVPs every week. I'm not going to do that to the to the quarterbacks of the NFL. Um, I'm just gotta, gonna, I'm gonna switch it up. You got other positions you want to go after? No, nah, just just it's just gonna be like a little list of seven that is you know like a, you know, take a category and just kind of here's seven things that are on my mind. I like it. So and then uh, awards got some new awards this week. Have a renamed award this week, and then some questions from maybe. Maybe one of the most unwatchable weeks of football I've ever seen. So, um, anyway, we are uh, we're back. Not Joe and the boys. First off, we're starting off. Start bench cut, game manager edition. Ooh, who who do you want is your game manager? Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Or Jameis Winston? Um, game manager. Of those three, I think don't, Matt Ryan. Don't say that. Yeah, you, you, we got a... So it's a weird flow of words there. Game manager. Game manager. Game manager. Nine times. Game manager. Yeah, uh, I, I think of those three. I'm, I'm going to take Matty Ice. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's got a pretty decent resume. So I'll start. I'll start him just based on his career. Um, and then, man, the next two are. Oh boy, what a roller coaster career for these two guys, Carson Wentz and James Winston. They've had their boat. They yeah, they both had their. Uh, Ups and downs and different locations and all that fun stuff. But with that said, they were one two in the same draft too, right? No, that was Goff and Wentz. No, Goff. And it was Wentz, it was yeah. Winston Mariota. Mariota. Yep. But yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm going to bench Winston and cut. Nah, damn it, that was tough. Yeah, I think Winston and cut Wentz. Even though these last two games, this games, these weekends might. Feel like that's the wrong answer, but that's what I'm going with. Trevor, game game manager. Game, game manager. Edition. Game, I had a game manager, manager once. Game manager. Um I will have to agree with you, Doug. It's Matty Ice for sure. Um I think he's in a different category than the than the other two. Um I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna have to probably bench 
Carson um, because Jameis just uh, bless his heart. He's just, you know, I don't think he's much of a thinking man. I don't, I don't know how cerebral he is. I mean, you're going up against Geno Smith. I right. I needed them to win by four and a half for me to hit my parlay, and they went by a field goal. I'm not happy with Jameis. I actually I picked him <laughs> up for fantasy too because I had Dak Prescott on a mega buy or whatever we're calling it, a buy Mageddon. The buy apocalypse. Buy apocalypse. Shush. Oh, fucking wheeze. Didn't, um, didn't, so didn't skip a step, that motherfucker. Scored like 187 points on me. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to go. Matt Ryan, and I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna go Jameis as my bench. Carson Wentz is my cut, but it is very close between Wentz and Jameis. But I am just so damn proud of Jameis Winston and his <laughs> thirteen to four t- intercept touchdown interception ratio, vindicating. Vindicating all of the people who have been writing for Jameis for well over a year now that those 30 interceptions were not all on him. And I'm just, there were, he was very careful with the ball, like plays that he would have tried to really squeeze it in there. He kept throwing the ball kind of like only where his guy could catch it. And sometimes where nobody could catch it, but it was kind of like, I'm going to put the ball where absolutely nobody can catch it, but if anybody's going to be able to catch it, it'll only be my guy. Um, And then uh, there at the end, he threaded a ball to Callaway, I think, on the sideline that the announcers were like, what a great catch. I'm like, dude, Jameis rolled right, stops, and threads a bullet in there. Again, basically right where the only guy that was going to catch it was his guy. Yeah, it's out of bounds. Right. I just, I just didn't. I, he didn't have. I mean, he's only thrown for maybe a thousand yards this season, and like the leaders in the league are at like two thousand. But he's he's being a game manager and a game manager. Um, and uh, there was one point, and I guess we'll just get into the the Saints and Seattle reactions right here. But there was one point in the game where when where they were like. You know, Jameis just, he did the right thing. He came here. He's getting excellent coaching, blah, 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 doing this, doing that. And I'm sitting there going, I'm like, this is the argument that I've been making about Breeze. Is that, like, this is not Breeze carrying Sean Payton. It's, it's you know, a, a partnership at the very least. Um, and now Jameis hopefully gets, you know, I'd like to see Jameis get four or five 10 years with Sean Payton. I think that would be really, I think that'd be really fun for him to like turn his career around like that. Just like Doug Flutie's former backup did drew Brees. I think. It'd be uh-huh. good yeah, no, I mean, there's the, you, you got to credit Jameis. I mean, there's a recipe for success. Other people could follow one, get eye surgery. So you know where you're throwing it Two, get a coach. That's a great play caller. Boom. And, and freaking three, you know, be Jameis, have a good arm. And and I think they call it, like, once you get to a certain age, you start to mature. I think he has matured. 
he's seen Am the I light. Saying it right? it, yeah, yeah. It, like that and amateur, I think. <laughs> um, no, but he seems to have seen the light. And like Breeze told him last year, apparently, like you don't always have to be Batman. You can be Bruce Wayne. And, you know, he's... Uh, and, and then the leadership, he was screaming at Traquan Smith on the sideline. Yeah. Like threw him out of the huddle. Like, you know, like shoved him up to the line of scrimmage. Like, like Jameis knew where he wanted his receiver and Traquan wasn't showing up where he needed to be. And then he gets over there and starts barking at him on the sidelines. And I loved it, man. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, yes. I'm, I'm happy for Jameis. Yeah. Could have, could have been a little better. Could have been two points better. I'd be a little happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't make any, I didn't make any picks this week. I just completely blanked on, on this week. So, um, I didn't look how you guys did either. Did 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 we just all collectively clusterfuck this weekend? Uh, I think I made my picks, but I did not look to see how I did. I've been uh, been a little busy this weekend, packing for the move. Yep. Uh, but well, yeah, I'm gonna look. All right. So, any other Saints Seahawks reaction? I mean, um, it just it. Uh, we'll get to this later, but. Basically, I mean, like, I can't remember a back-to-back worse Sunday night football, Monday night football pairing. I mean, three out of the four teams were under 500. Both games were played in monsoon or semi-monsoon. Um, just terrible, ugly football. Yeah, so. I didn't get to see the Sunday night game. I was uh, very encouraged by the rookie running back on the first drive. I was... Then it kind of slowed down a bit from there. I guess that's when the rain started pummeling down too. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. But, uh, they weren't spectacles. But you, I mean, the the Colts uh, they've played pretty decent the last three games. I mean, they're definitely playing they, better than they did in their own. What was it? They started zero three or something, right? Yeah, I was looking at their schedule, and like they're let's just. You know, if you go back and look at who they lost to, they lost to the Seahawks week one that had Russell Wilson. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Titans. They beat the Dolphins. They lost to the Ravens. They whipped the Texans. They beat the 49ers. Basically, they're losing against good teams and beating bad teams. Yeah. And that Ravens Which loss, is, they were winning the most. You know, they blew a lead. Like they were playing well in that game and blew it. So, yeah, that went, to, that, yeah went, went to overtime. Um, well, speaking of the Colts and bad teams, um, do you guys have anything you want to say about the, the Sunday night game? Doug, you didn't watch it. Trevor, did you watch it? Anything you want to get into there? Or is this just like... I mean, no, it's fine. An, out, an outsider's perspective, maybe. We can leave it. They don't look good. So, uh, I think I, I've got thoughts. Um, Shanna, Shanahan right now is, is like me playing golf. There's enough good there. I mean, like that first scripted drive, you know, gets up on the first tee, smokes it, smokes it down the fairway. Like, okay. We're here to play golf today. And then 
basically after that first hole kind of gets, you know, gets up there for par on the first hole. And then for the next 13 holes is basically like double, triple, 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 double quad. He lost something like seven or eight balls um, in those 13 holes. And then out of nowhere, right when you think everything's gone to shit, the they go three plays, 71 yards for a touchdown. And, uh, and he birdies that one. And then just shits the bed the rest of the course. So there's enough there to like keep you coming back to keep playing. That's why I keep showing up. I, I hit three or four good shots around that I'm happy with. And that's what keeps me coming back. And Kyle Shanahan is like that right now. And it's frustrating because golf is also fucking frustrating. And it sucks watching your team. I, I just I don't I don't understand this team at this point. I don't I don't understand how they went into the season with no depth at cornerback. Then we're able to sign like professional NFL cornerbacks like Josh Norman. But all Josh Norman does is get called for pass interference. Emmanuel Mosley, who was play, a starter for us or very nearly a starter for us in the Super Bowl. He just grabs people for no fucking reason. The entire like the, the entire fucking the, the everybody in the secondary is just their their ball goes up and they grab the guy next to them. And I don't understand that because that's a penalty. I would love to have bitched about the fucking penalties from Sunday Night Football. Man, the Niners got screwed. Look at all those defensive pass interferences we got called for. God, the Colts' whole offense was just chuck the ball up, wait for the Niners to get called for a pass interference. But you know what? It was all fucking pass interference. Every single one of them was the right call. Anyways, today is... The guy gets their heads turned around. Yeah. Some of them had their heads turned around. They just hugged the fucking wide receiver. There's zero ball skills in that secondary right now. It has been... I looked it up. Today, October 25th, 2021, and when you when you people are listening to this, it will have been one full calendar year since a 49ers defensive back who is still on the roster and is active made an interception. The last three interceptions, the, the three interceptions since then by Jason Verrett, on injured reserve, uh, Richard Sherman on the Buccaneers, and Akello Witherspoon, who's not, I don't think even playing for the Seahawks. So, no ball skills in the secondary, which is a really terrible thing to have when it's you know not 1974. You kind of yeah. need guys to be able to. Cat, you know, at least understand where the ball is in relation to the defender. Should be a, a bare fucking minimum. Anyway, the 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 big question now is the Niners are two and four, and I guess I can this you guys can jump in here. This is more of a, a theoretical thing and not specific to the game and, and my own miserableness. 
miserableness, miserable, miserosity, misery, 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 misery. Misery. Am I saying that right? Um, The movie. uh, What do you do with Jimmy? So here's the next nine. Here's the Niners' next three games: at the Bears, home against the Cardinals, home against the Rams. And Trey Lance might be back for um, on Wednesday for practice from his sprained knee from carrying the ball 16 times in his first start of his career. So would what would you, you guys do? Oh, let me ask you: Would would you want to move him on November by November 1st, the trade deadline? Do you want him gone for that quick? Fucking, for what? I don't know. There's there's like we can't. Is he ex- is his contract over after this year? No, they got one more year with them. One more year. So, I mean, they're they're, they're going to trade or cut him after the season. But um, so when you say for what something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, but like, who's out there looking for a quarterback right now? I can't think. Like uh, the Dolphins, Panthers? right? The Dolphins are interested. The Panthers, yeah. The, I mean, the, the two is thrown for 300 yards in back-to-back games. He doesn't look all that great, and he's, he throws about one <coughs> Jimmy G-esque interception every game. So, well, then I'm maybe not they sure should what... just they should just keep talking about Deshaun Watson in his ear, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, <laughs> Trade deadline passes. Can't... We're still thinking about it. I mean, would you, if you're the Steelers, could you even fit his contract under the under the salary cap? Just to like have some big Ben insurance. What do you mean they have? Uh, but what about Dwayne? Yeah, yeah, Dwayne. Well, I mean that that would essentially the Steelers saying "fuck Dwayne." <laughs> you don't belong speaking mine or Timberland's name. Um, oh, who else? Who who else needs a a sturdy um, backup? Did, did, did am I? crazy or did the jets just trade for a they certain did. for a certain Joseph someone flacco they yeah. did yeah i uh so maybe so how bad is Super Bowl MVP. i guess they don't really have high enough expectations to trade for a quarterback right now um but that's a team that just lost their quarterback the washington football team i don't know i, I mean if you were if you were looking for it. If you're the Jets, Garoppolo might make sense in the offseason to come in and, like, he knows the offense. It's 49er, you know, it's a Shanahan-esque offense that they're trying to run over there. He could... I feel like I mean, New England New England would definitely trade for him. I don't know what you're getting, but I think I think he was the one that got away. I've been saying that forever. Yeah, but Mac, yeah, I mean, that's, McCorkle's about to break the completion percentage rookie record. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's got. I think he's got more value than as a backup. Like he's 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 in the Andy Dalton bridge quarterback, you know, phase of his career at this point. I think like you need a certain. I don't know. It's just it's so okay. So here's so Doug. Are you saying like just? Take anything you can get for him right now. Um, I, I don't know. I guess it just depends. Like, if I, I wish I knew 
with the coach and what's going on in that locker room. Um, but yeah, two and four, the next three games, you got two really good opponents. Um, and you got a quarterback that needs to develop. I mean, he didn't play college. You know, he only played one game last year because of COVID. So yeah. getting him some snaps this year is only going to help out the future. And if that's, if that's what you're going to start looking towards, then yeah, I Trevor, think you should any, get rid of him. Any, any feedback on this? On Jimmy, what to do with Jimmy? Jimmy would go. What to do with a girl like Jimmy? Um, the Giants don't have a good backup quarterback, but like you're saying, a bridge, a bridge quarterback. Um, I think you know Miami's big on the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, I think uh, the Washington football team is pretty high on Heineke. Uh, although it would fit there, I think. I think that's a good uh, spot, but I don't know if they want to uh, ruin his thunder. Yeah, I mean, Heine- Heineke's doing fine. Um, they're also 2-4, yeah. and 2-5 and five or something like that. There's not a lot of, hey, right. if we trade for Jimmy, we can turn our season around type of thing. Um, I mean, this certainly is not Deshaun Watson we're talking about. Here's Houston. I've, yeah, but I mean, Tyrod to Rod Taylor's coming back. Like they're not. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he's starting to practice this week. Here's here's my. Obviously, I've, I've been thinking about this <laughs> for the next three weeks. The Niners have at Bears, which should be a winnable game. Home versus the Cardinals. Home versus the Rams. They have to, in order to get back into this, because two and four teams have made the playoffs. Two and four teams have even gone to the Super Bowl. A two and four team has never won the Super Bowl. The season is not over. You've got, I think it's like 10% of teams that started two and four have made the playoffs. 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 So it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's been done before. The Niners have a better roster from the fucking defensive backs than uh, than most most teams. They've been without their best player on offense for since week four, really. Um, Kittle, he comes back. He's eligible to come back for the Cardinals game, so not this week, but the next. Um, I would like to see them, given that Trey Lance is banged up, given that feeding him to the Bears defense, the Cardinals defense, and then the Rams defense – with the season on the line, seemed silly. Um, that I would like to see Jimmy start these three games, provided he wins at least two of them. Like if he were to lose to the Bears and lose to the Cardinals, then fuck all. It's that's that's it. We're out of it. We're two and six. Good night. Go home. Um, but if he can beat the Bears. Say lose to the Cardinals, beat the Rams. Um, you know, all of a sudden we're four and five, and then the three games after that are Jaguars, Vikings, and then at the Seahawks. And if we're a good team, those are all winnable games. And there's a this this is the most optimistic fucking version of the 49er season that I'm laying out here is that. Somehow the Niners go two and three, two win two out of the next three, um, and then they get on a little bit of a run at Jaguars, Vikings, at Seahawks. 
Russ looks good running the two minute offense, by the way, in the pre in the pregame. So I think he's coming oh, back. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. the is, cameras work pregame. He is snappy. So um anyway, that's that's if you know they can't if they go one and two over the next three weeks, again they're they're now three and six, and they need to win Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks just to get back to five hundred. Um, so that's not ideal. Um, but they've got, I'd like, I think they've got to win two out of three here to keep Jimmy in there. And if they go one out of three, then, you know, that means, that means you've either lost to the bears and one of the good teams, or you've lost to both the good teams. And at that point, well, that's what that's telling us is we've played four games in our division. We've played the Seahawks once. Cardinals twice, Rams once, and we will have lost all four or three of the four. And if we can't, you know, just it, it, it was supposed to be the best division in football and the Niners and Seahawks are dragging it down right now. So um, I would like to see Jimmy play the next three weeks, provided he wins at least two of those three. Okay. That's my, that's my reasonable, like, here's the only way we're going to salvage the season because Trey Lance does not seem ready. Um, from a mechanic standpoint, from a accuracy standpoint, any of that stuff. And while the season's salvageable, I think, you know, you, you do your, you put the best guy out there and I still think the best guy to help him. And because listen, by the time you get to week 11, you've still got six or seven games to get Trey Lance, his seasoning, Right, like that'll yeah. that's that's a that's about what Lamar got his rookie year. He got like eight games, I think. He wasn't starting like super early in the season, um, and then won the MVP in his second year. So it's like you don't need a ton. He doesn't need to play the whole season, but uh, and there's good football teams ahead. Like the Niners have the Bengals and the Titans um, coming up, as well as some division games and stuff. So. Anyways, it's he's going to have plenty of good teams. To, Trey Lance will have plenty of good teams to play, but I'd still like the Niners to try and salvage the season. You th- you think? I mean, if they lose to the Bears, I think he automatically starts the rest of the season, though. No, I mean, well, if if they lose to the Bears, you've got now you've now you're rolling Trey Lance out there to the Cardinals, who he's already played and and did okay against. I mean, they only put up ten points, which is abysmal for a Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, and then the Rams after that, I think that like, I would rather him get on the road, um, at the Jaguars for a second start. And that's a game that, you know, he's got some room for error. You know, they might actually be able to complete some passes and get him some, you know, get him some confidence out there. I think, you know, rolling him, rolling him out to the Cardinals and the, like he's he's not the finished product quarterback, right? This isn't this. They never said this guy's a finished product, and right. um, you know it's it's not like the other guys. It's not like Trevor Lawrence. It's not like you know. I mean, Zach Wilson, the Jets didn't even try and put a veteran in there. Like Mike White, that's your backup. Yeah. Um, um, you know, generic Madden player Mike White. Um, anyway, Western so Kentucky. I I would just like uh. I would just like to give it another couple of weeks because there's there was enough flat again. It's just going back to the golf thing. There was enough flashes that 
there's maybe some usefulness there. That there's something switchable. There's a there's a reason to to play the back nine. Is kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah, but you also trade right. a lot of picks for Trey Lance. So if you can get something back for Jimmy, might yeah. Be but it. I mean, we're not like in a best case scenario, we'd have been able to like rattle off, go on. We'd go, you know, twelve and five. Jimmy's a top ten statistical guy in the league. Um, you know, kind of like he was in 2019. Basically, it was let's just replay 2019. And if we replay 2019, we'll be able to get back two second-round picks for Jimmy, the same way we got two second-round picks for Alex Smith back in the day. Um, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. So um, might as well hang on to him through the end of the season and might as well give him a chance to either rebuild his trade value or get the team back on track or whatever. Yeah. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyways, um, start bench cut. You're zero and seven. Which coach do you most want to play for? And I just, I went back and I looked at which coaches that are still in the league have started zero and seven. And uh, we've got Brian Flores, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He started zero and seven at one point. Zach Taylor, Zach with just Z A C. So if you can get past that, Zach Taylor. Uh, or Dan Campbell. Start bench cut. We'll start with Trevor this time. Start bench cut. Who do you most? If you're zero and seven, who do you most want to play for? It was Dan Campbell, Zach, and who else? Um, Zach? Sorry, not Zach. Brian, Zach. Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Um, I'm going to start Dan Campbell. He's got some juice, right? He. Uh, I think he's got some passion, and uh, I, I can see the players really kind of uh, supporting him. Um, 
I'm going to bench Flores just because I could never play for a guy with a 1C for Zach. It's a given. Yep. Doug? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, Brian Flores, Dan Campbell, Zach Taylor. 0-7. You're 0-7. You're a player. How how you feeling? Who do you want as your coach when you're 0-7? I'll I'll start Flores. I think uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. He's in a tough situation with his quarterback down there. I mean, Dan Campbell is the bench. He's in a tough situation as well. That Detroit Lions team is lacking uh, in talent, and the talent that they do have is all injured. So as passionate as he is, as much as I love it, um, he's also a Michigan guy. So, um, And then we'll go, yeah, we'll cut um, Zach. I don't know how to say it. Zach? Zach? Is it Zach? Zach. Zach. Taylor. Cut him. Um, but boy, does Joe Burrow look good. Joe Burrow is making Zach Taylor look look good. The um, the Joe Burrow is an MVP candidate thing that I shat on, and the Justin Herbert thing that I shat on, which was these guys aren't going to win the fucking division. Why are we talking about them as 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 Super Bowl as as potential MVP candidates? Well, you know huh. they might they might actually win the division. Turns yeah. out, yeah. Um. All right. So I would. I'm going to start Dan Campbell um, because, fuck, man, he really tried to win that game yesterday. Like, he, like, <laughs> multiple, awesome. multiple, multiple punts in the same game. Onside kick, too. On, like, scores a touchdown on the opening drive, comes back, onside kick, recovers. Yep. They're up 10. And. <laughs> Um, they had a shot until Jared Goff just goffed his goffiest goff right into Jalen Ramsey's hand. I saw that. I don't give a shit that he was hit while he was throwing it. That was a stupid ball to throw. Um, anyway, he, he just, he just goffed that one. And, uh, um, I'm going to bench Brian Flores cause I think, you know, he's already, already won 10 games. You know, I'm I'm with Fitzpatrick and Tua. He's he's kind of like Brian Flores might be a, like might have a little bit of Bill O'Brien in him, Ooh. and I mean that in the best. Well, Bill O'Brien was a good coach. Yeah, he should have never been given the reins to right an organization. Right? I mean, like Bill O'Brien. I'm just gonna pull up his um his stats here but prior to deshaun watson getting there one let me just pull this up and i'm I'm obviously cutting the guy that doesn't know how to spell zach like that's a fucking prerequisite to give it deshaun Deshaun watson showed up in 2017 um and that was actually his worst bill o'brien's worst season was the the year that deshaun watson showed up he went he went uh four and twelve prior to that Nine and seven, nine and seven, and seven. And here were his fucking quarterbacks. Um, it was like, oh, here, I know where I do this. <laughs> stupid. Now we're doing, Mar- now we're Marshawn doing stupid Lynch is, dead air Marshawn thing. Lynch is a national treasure, by the way. 
Did you see what his interview with uh, on the main? He's guest? fantastic. He's fantastic. He's the best. <laughs> so in twenty fourteen, in 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 twenty fourteen, Bill O'Brien had Ryan Fitzpatrick starting twelve games. Uh, in twenty fifteen, he had. Come on, internet. I'm recording. It's because I'm streaming and and recording all sorts of shit and all this other nonsense. He had three very bad quarterbacks. Like Ryan Mallett played a significant role in a nine and seven season for him, I think. Uh, and Matt and Matt and Matt Shaw might have been the other one. Just, Matt Shaw, yeah. just awful, awful stuff. Um, awful stuff. Um, well, that team was good. That fucking... team was. That team was good, and then just wow. Yeah, the Texans were loaded at one point. Traded away the world. Yeah, well, numbnuts like Bill O'Brien, the GM, fucked Bill O'Brien, the coach. Oh, yeah, all day. All day. Hard, long. Fucked him hard and long. Long. Just. Is he at Alabama now? I think he's the offensive coordinator at Baylor. Is he? Bill O'Brien. He might be. God, how'd how'd he leave the pros, huh? (laughs) That's a good place to go and. Revive your career and recoup. Yeah, a little, little, uh, little rehab, little career rehab there in. Yeah, in I mean Tuscaloosa. What's his, uh... Is that is that where it is? Tuscaloosa? No. Tusky. Yes. Yep. Tuscaloosa. Yes. God, that is. Um, okay. So. Um, anyways, hey, yes. Uh, I'm I'm proud of Dan Campbell. He fuck like somebody in. I I tried soliciting uh co- bad coaching decisions. From the, um, from the the IG page, and somebody said uh, Dan Campbell thinking all those Madden plays were going to work, and I I just so vehemently disagree with the idea that Dan Campbell was doing something wrong by pulling out all the stops. Like he was severely overmatched. It was a game that meant something to the lions like to be able to go in there and beat Stafford in his place would have been just phenomenal for the rest of like go in there and beat the guy that didn't yeah. want to play with them um, with the quarterback that the Rams didn't want. Like there's just all sorts of stuff. His players really wanted this win. I'm sure. And not and they, to mention they've, they've, they, they've had some heartbreaking losses and they hung in there. Yeah. Until golf golf his last golf. Yeah, but I mean that was like holy shit. Is all the Lions going to beat the Rams like all the way into what third quarter? No, fourth. Like it was fourth. It was contested deep into the deep into the game. Yeah. Anyways, I'm 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 proud of Dan Campbell. He did good. I mean, that team gets the hard award for sure, and it's I think it's in almost entirely because of him. Yeah, like that guy's. I think that guy's a good coach. Um, he's a leader okay. of men, put it that way. Yeah. Um, all right. So for seven layer nachos, I'm going for uh, worst off season decisions in no particular order. Um, the Panthers trading for Sam Darnold seems like maybe this one's not going to work out. He got benched this week. Um, G-Man. The 49ers going into, yeah, I mean, did the Giants look? I didn't watch the game. Did the Giants? Was this the Giants looking good, or was this the Panthers looking terrible? Uh, the Giants. The Giants actually put it together a bit. 
Daniel Jones had a great game, made a fantastic catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, they they put it together even though they're decimated, right? They're without a lot of people. So uh, that was a it was a good win, and it was uh, – I think it was well put together. I don't – I. They didn't try to give the game away. Um, they made, of course, they made a couple mistakes, but nothing glaring. Um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't painful. It wasn't just getting away with a victory. It was, it was, it was good. It was a good game. And a complete blowout, like thirty-five to three or some shit. I don't know it was that much, but yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a win. It was a, an emphatic win. Uh, something that that team fucking needs. Hopefully, get some guys back. And, Twenty-five uh, to three. I got. Second, I, I got two, yeah. two of the two of the three digits right. Twenty-five to sure. three. Sure. I mean, you know, there's a couple guys uh, coming back, and uh, I'm so excited about Tony. I mean, they were. He was a weapon those last two games, like an absolute weapon. So they get a forward. Would've, they get a, a, a relatively strong roster back, and uh, they can. They made salvage a couple wins. Would have liked him to play this week. Just saying. Me too. I had I had to start uh, him and um, Saquon because I had nobody on my bench I could I could I could cut and they're the only two that were like one was doubtful one was out. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not where players. you want to be. No, um, all right, um, I've still already talked about the line. Still scored 130 points, but of course we put up a buck 87. Like yeah. the shit that can't, he is. You can't help that. Um, all right, so uh, trading for Sam Darnold, first layer, seven-layer nachos. Uh, the 49ers going into the season with zero depth at cornerback. Talked about that a little bit. Um, basically, every other position was Super Bowl caliber, and this, the 49ers cornerbacks, um, basically was relying on Jason Verrett to have back-to-back healthy seasons, and that takes some real optimism. So I'm just I'm, – I'm glad the 49ers are an optimistic franchise. That's yeah, cool. There you go. Um, but the Lions going into the season without any wide receivers. I mean, they had Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay last year, right. and now nobody. They've got nobody. DeAndre Swift's their leading receiver. T.J. Hawkinson is right behind him. Um, it's uh, it's not good. It's not good there in in, in Detroit. And then the two um, starters got hurt, right? Doug got kicked again. We got we got Doug back. Hey, there he is. Um, Congratulations on your Giants win, Trevor. That was impressive. Hey, thanks, bud. I saw. I was watching uh, the Red Zone Channel on Sunday while I was packing shit up, and uh, it kept going to that game. I was like, Hey, look at this. Yeah, right. And, uh, Jones <laughs> was looking good, but but for them to play that well uh, with no Galladay or Barkley or Sterling Shepard, I thought was impressive. So yeah, congratulations. Two two hurt linemen. Um, yeah, yeah. It's Kadarius. That was the other guy. I forgot to say. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I'm caught up. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, lines lines going into the season without wide receivers. The Bears bringing back Matt Nagy um, seems. See, I don't think this Matt Nagy thing is going to work out. Hot take. Hot take. Well, he's got COVID. Imagine he's. Has this happened to before where he wasn't on the bench? That happened this season. He he, I don't know. He'll probably show up in like one of those Bobby Valentine like fake nose masks just to. Great. He'll he's going to like if Matt if I know Matt Nagy like I know Matt Nagy, he's gonna end up giving Khalil Mack COVID somehow. Like 
<laughs> Am I mistaken, or has he already missed a game this year? Well, no, he started. I mean, he did. He hasn't missed a game, I don't think. But he uh, he gave a play call. In the oh, okay. I thought for some reason I thought that he uh, that he missed a game. But I mean, that's got to be our. That's got to be our. I mean, that's are we done with uh, the nominees, or or we have more? That's only four. No, I'm, I'm just. I'm I'm four deep. I got three more. Seven layer nachos. You got to get oh, all the way to the bottom. Right. Of uh, Brandon Ayuk turning into Laquan Treadwell, I think, is is a bad is a bad idea. Um, yeah, that was that a bad off season cool. decision. Nope. Um, Michael Thomas yep. waiting on his off season surgery. Jameis could use you, Mike. Can't guard Mike. Boy, Can't boy. find Mike. Can't get on the field. Come on, Mike. buddy. Yeah. Um, and then Texans not trading Deshaun Watson when Watson when he asked for it. Like, just sometimes, some. Sometimes you just got to read the writing on the wall. You weren't going to be competitive. Your quarterback wants out. He fucking hates your guts. Maybe just trade him. I mean, they would have got they would have got three first round picks for him, right? Yeah, you know he's got a massage problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I mean, is that what do you think seven, they get right? for him now? What do, what do they get for him now, though? Well, apparently uh, there's no um, there's no there, commissioner's there, list. Like, if they trade him, he's going to be able to play. Yeah, he's on yeah, the there's, Texans there's, exempt list, but not the NFL's list, right? Is right. that what it was? Or they said there's, like there's two teams, one being Miami. What's the other one? Do we know? Really? Owner, of, uh, owner of Carolina is back in the mix. Or was Carolina? I think it was Carolina, maybe. Because they were always, they were hard after him in, uh, in the beginning. I, I would trade. I would trade. I would trade Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo right now for fucking Deshaun Watson. Really. Oh, yes. you know the other. You know who it was. It was the Broncos, wasn't it? And Panthers. Panthers are in on it again because of item one here, trading for Sam Darnold. That didn't work out. Yeah, we have seven, right? That's seven. Seven Larry notches. It, it has to be Matt Nagy, but as a as a second, it's got to be tagged with uh, the Texans because that would that's a real thing. There's a couple of jokes in there. That's a real thing that they that was a, a decision they made. Um, yeah. And it resulted in an absolutely ridiculous downfall. The last, the last part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I you know, the, I don't know. The, it could be the thickest you, layer. How do you? I wonder how many teams are now out there with like private investigators spying on their own quarterbacks. Right, you're gonna put forty million dollars into somebody. Like, wouldn't you want to know if he's got a massage problem or any problem? <laughs> right, he's a little he's a little over tight in his groin. Or, or sometimes tweet um, out uh, in high school. What? Or sent a mean tweet out in high school? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like you're you're putting. You're putting forty million into a guy, like you know. Do your research. Yeah, exactly. Stop fucking around. Due do, do diligence, but so much of that shit is don't ask, don't tell, right? They don't want to really like these guys, especially the more talented they are. I mean, there's, but with Deshaun, I mean, we talked about this before. This is more of a like, this is a if if it's all real. 
it's a like a deeply psychological thing that he's he needs some like yeah help with right yeah, yeah. like this isn't just like oh fuck he's got a twitter burner account that we didn't know about and he's like deshaun watson follows the kkk like that's weird <laughs> you know it's like that would be like huh but this is something way that, like yeah way better than a um, serial sexual abuser of Sash therapist. Yeah, at least the you know at least the a black quarterback following the KKK would be f- weird in a different way. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, on to the awards. Limited awards week this week. Just because I don't think there was again this week was basically unwatchable. Best excuse in a losing performance. My only nominee is the Lions. You motherfuckers <laughs> tried. You fucking yep. tried, and I'm fucking proud of you. Yeah. Two fake two fake puns, an onside kick. You almost dragged Jared Goff to a win, and god damn it, I'm fucking proud of you. Doug, you were uh, I think you were in the penalty box when uh, we were talking about the Lions, but do you what what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's uh You're absolutely right. I mean they're playing they're still playing hard for their coach, but they're they're devoid of talent. I don't know if they're going to win a game. It's not. I'm not saying that because of their effort. They just don't have the talent, and the talent they did have is injured. Yeah, Quara Torres Achilles, their their Pro Bowl center, who they gave the big contract to, is out for the year. All their they've lost a bunch of defensive backs, I think. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to win a game, and that uh, that hurts because that just what I do know a couple is years ago. DeAndre Swift is a fantasy gold mine. Jesus, is yeah, he? Is. Yeah, he is. Do they play the Jaguars this year? I don't know. I don't know. Or the Jets? Um, so I took the uh, Jekyll and Hyde Award because really the Jekyll and Hyde Award is just for the teams that complete, go back and forth. And it was just going to end up being, at some point, the teams that go back and forth all the time are just the teams that are like, it stops being unexpected, and now it's just completely expected. Um, so I've changed the Jekyll and Carlos Hyde Award to the unexpected performance of the week. Uh, your nominees this week are the Bengals, 41-17 over the Jaguars, the Chiefs only scoring three points against a team that lost to the Jets, or the Ravens losing 17-41 to against the Bengals. What's your unexpected, or do you have a fourth nominee what is your unexpected performance of the week my fourth nominee is the lions staying in there with the rams yeah that that could have been a whole lot worse sure like that that could have been a 30 point blowout should have been a 30 point blowout right so that might they came be to play i think it's i think it's i mean I, the giants winning by 22 is was, right there we go could have been point. in here Doug, unexpected performance this is, of the week. Um, I think the Chiefs. What the fuck is going on with the Chiefs? <laughs> Three points. Like right. Mahomes looks terrible. He looks yeah. bad. He's he's got multiple turnovers a game. He looks like I mean he's I don't know. He just looks like he's trying way too hard. And then his brother is the worst person on the planet. That doesn't help. So. The Chiefs, but the Chiefs like that through this. Those two, no touchdown, no points in the first half. Like, 
Uh, that that they, was crazy they only had I, six I, minutes of possession in the first half because I I expected the Bengals to win. I picked them to win. I expected the Titans to win, but I did not expect the Chiefs to score three points. And I I did not expect to feel bad for Patrick Mahomes by the end of a football game. I felt bad for him after that hit he took and just that performance. I I felt bad for him. So I'm going with the Chiefs. But I, the Bengals are like I think the Bengals are legit because their defense is playing very well. Um, it's not just Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, so yeah, Chiefs. When uh, when did Bengals and Browns play? That's got to be coming up soon, um, right? Yeah, no. So the Browns have a pretty crucial stretch coming up. Their next four of their next six games are division games. Um, so we got Steelers, Bengals, Patriots, Lions, and then Ravens back to back. But there's a buy in between the Raven game. Ravens back to back with a buy in the middle. That's fucking awesome. They have a buy too. We both have a buy that week. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, kind of cool. Oh man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. This is this is still mind blowing to me that teams have just been able to sit back in too deep safety and completely throttle what's been the best offense in football for like three years, four years. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Um, and it's probably, they just can't run the ball, right? I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. I right. Mean, their, their defense is bad and, and Mahomes is pressing. I mean, Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark, who's I, you know, I think the best, uh, the best ESPN has on their arsenal, was he's just good. like he's, he. He was just like this is. They've been getting away with this shit for too long. Everybody's figured it out, and Patrick Mahomes is in trouble. He's like he's been playing the wrong way for so long that it's going to be that it's that it's now showing. He's just been getting away with this shit, and everybody's just been, you know, mystified by how by how great he is, but. You know, the uh, it's like the veil has been lifted, and I think yeah, he, you combine I mean, that with him he, trying too hard and 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 the things that he's used to being able to get away with, he's not. They they had the stat from last year that he threw the most interceptable ball, like he he threw the most turnover prone balls in the league last year and shit like oh, that. Yeah. Like he's like he's maybe gotten to a point where he's kind of like over. He's believing his own bullshit. Um. And and not to bring his fucking just the Brady bunch into this one more time, <laughs> but when you've got these, when you've got these types of people around you, you know Jackson Mahomes isn't sitting there going like, "Hey man, maybe you guys should fucking tone it down a little bit and fucking start throwing the ball to Andy, you know, start listening to Andy a little more." Uh, and, and you know, wifey's sitting there going like, not being like, "Hey." Honey, why don't you spend a little extra time in the playbook? Why don't you trust your offensive line a little more? Um, you know, and and fucking mom, like, there's no way he's getting. This seems like he doesn't have anybody he can listen to. And um, maybe, yeah. maybe them missing the playoffs is is uh, you know be a wake up call, and he can get back to being the 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 best quarterback in football. I would still, somebody asked me before this game, 
where I put him and if I still think he's top three quarterback in the league. And I'm like, I still think he's the best. Um, but like, you know, it's like, yeah, he's pressing right now and all this stuff, but I would still, I mean, if you were starting a franchise to today and you had to build your build around one quarterback, I still think almost every team in the league picks Mahomes. These yeah, other guys good. are having, these guys are other guys are having good seasons. I mean, but I think yeah, they pick. I, I think. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, Doug. I, I was just gonna say I, I I think you're right, but I think what's new now is there's a seed of doubt. Yeah. Um. And that seed of doubt, you know, it's heavier for some people than others. So <clears throat> we'll see how see how the rest of the season plays out for Patrick and them Chiefs. Chefs. Um. Well. Well, that brings me to uh, the curse of the week, a new award here. Um, uh, I, the, my, my options for you boys and, and feel free as always, uh, there's a, there's a right that we do accept writing candidates here. Um, the Madden curse, obviously, uh, going after Mahomes. Uh, we've also got the Super Bowl loser curse, which we never talked about. We never considered the, the concept of, the Chiefs just lost the Super Bowl, and that's usually terrible news for the team that loses it. And here they are, year after the Super Bowl loss, and they don't look right. Um, yeah. And, How many, and do you know the number just, of teams that have made the playoffs after the following season after losing? It's not a it's lot. Not good. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. I, um. I didn't consider. So, it. I, but we just ne- like nobody considered it. I I haven't heard. We didn't talk about it. I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. There was none of this like, whoa, shit, what happens? You know, it was a given the Chiefs were going to come back and win the division. Nobody picked the fucking, nobody picked anybody else in the AFC West to win the division. There was like 100% no. picks on the on the Chiefs, and nobody was sitting there going, no. And you know why I know that is because there isn't some, like, blazing hot take floating around about somebody predicting it. I'm sure it's on Twitter somewhere and there's somebody with one follower that said it six months ago, but nobody of any, I don't know, nobody at anybody, our level or above, um, our level of fame or above has said, y'all, I knew it all along. The Super Bowl loser curse was going to catch up to him. Um, and then the third curse is uh, the 49ers drafting a wide receiver in the first round curse that, that seems to have struck as well. So anyway, curse of the week. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the meme tonight, but Alvin Kamara has more catches, had more catches tonight than Brandon Ayuk has all season. So anyway, I'm ah. dwelling is what I'm doing right now. I'm dwelling. I'm in my head. It's not a happy place right now. Um. I wish I had some so, words of curse of the week. For <laughs> yeah, Matt, Madden curse, Super Bowl loser curse, or the 49ers draft a wide receiver in the first round curse. I'm comfortable going with the Madden curse. It's just always there. Yep, I'm there, especially now. I'm going Madden Super Bowl curse. loser curse. I'm going Super Bowl loser curse. I think that's the. I think now he's having to face both of them at the same time. Nobody's ever had yeah. to do that before. Double whammy. Yeah. Oh, whammy. 
So and pl- plus they played in the Super Bowl the year before. That's a lot of games. I mean, right? it's it's, but that's the thing about the Super Bowl loser curse. The Bucks played the same amount of games as the Chiefs did last year. It's just one extra game. You know, it's just. But no, didn't didn't the, the Chiefs the Chiefs won the Super Bowl the year before? I don't remember. And then they played and lost it the second. Don't that's, recall. That's two. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's two seasons in a row playing. You know, as many extra games as you can. So that's a that'll I, take a physical toll. Yeah, but I mean, like the yes, but like this, the, there's a reason the Super Bowl loser curse is. You know, it's like the Chiefs won and then went back to the Super Bowl the next year. Then they lose, and now they're in danger. They've got a 75% chance of missing the playoffs right now. That is crazy. That is wild. It is. And, and Brady has got to be sitting there going like, you know, the only time I miss the playoffs is when I tore my ACL. You know that? Huh? Huh? You aware? <laughs> you serious? You, you you get your whole fucking team. You're gonna miss the fucking playoffs. I saw the oh. tweet tonight that showed um, it showed all the quarterbacks that uh, Brady has twice as many touchdowns as he has 602 touchdowns. John Elway has 300. Joe Montana has like 270 something. Steve Young 230 something. There was three other good names on that list. Uh, Aikman, which you might not consider a good name, but there was other big it's, names on there. It's a he, different game. Yeah. But still, just to think, 600 touchdowns compared to 300. Pretty well. Um, I guess somebody suggested that for biggest coaching mistake, the guy giving the ball back. for Now, sounds like he got a decent deal at the end of it. Apparently, he got a... You guys know the story. Mike yeah. Evans gave away the six hundred six hundred the ball. It was like some twenty nine year old guy in the stands. He's like, I know what the fuck this thing's worth. Like, pay me, um, and uh, not pay me, but he was like, you know, give me something for it. Yeah, thousand um, bucks to the team store, which is you know, if it wasn't okay. the bucks, I guess it'd be cool. Um, terrible <laughs> colors. Um, yeah. Uh, signed Mike Evans jersey. Got another game ball. Um, he's got a, he got a Bitcoin apparently from Tom Brady, which is valued at sixty three thousand dollars right now. Um, so cool, good for him. Um, and he's hoping he's hoping to play golf with Tom Brady. So I guess my question is: Is this a was this a bad coaching decision from him? Is this just a bad strategic decision giving the ball back that quickly? Or what? Or would you? Or what would you have done in the scenario? That's a good haul. Sixty-three it's grand. What are they you get to buy that, all the team gear you want. And what they saying? It was a half down the ball, though. Yeah, they're saying it's yeah half million dollar ball. Yeah, but do you really want to be that guy? I mean, you'd have a half million dollars, I guess, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the thing there. It's like, would you, you know, sixty grand's a lot of money for you know someone handing a, handing you a football without thinking about it. Right. It's sure. it's not like you caught a foul ball, but you yeah. fucking scumbag. And if you get you that, know? and if they gave you another ball, it's the same keepsake. You know, 
you didn't throw the 600 touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, Tom Brady still touched it. Um, no, I like the, I, I like the take of like, they handed it to you. You didn't, you didn't earn this. You you just happened to be wearing a Mike Evans jersey. Yeah. So yeah, you're coming up. Oh, and he gets season tickets for the rest of this year and next year as well. Oh, Jesus. And presumably probably decent tickets. Like for if he's an actual Bucks fan. Yeah, and somebody in a Mike Evans jersey probably is a Bucks fan. I would question people in a Bucks Brady jersey. That would that would require some, an extra two or three questions to yeah. find out where their fandom actually lies. But um but yeah, a couple seasons, you know, season and a half worth of of season tickets. 1000 bucks to the team store. Um, sixty-three thousand dollar Bitcoin, and some sign shit. Yeah, you got to take that. I'm okay I think with that. So. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, it's definitely a good deal. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, there was another big parlay from this weekend that the guy cashed out like he had two more legs to go, and it was Niners Colts, and then this fucking game tonight. And he he messaged into the BR betting guys, and he's like. I'm fucking cashing out. I'm not fucking risking all that. I'm like, he he ended up cashing out for like 14 grand. He could have won 100k if if uh, everything had held, but he would have lost. He made the right decision because he had the Niners money line. But um, once he saw the weather, he's like, I'm out. I'm good. I'm taking fucking. I'm taking profits. Um, nice. Good. So anyway, good for him. Good for him. Um. Uh. Okay. Questions from the rest of the games. I do want to talk college football i want to talk a college football player very quickly um what round in the draft is mega punter going are you talking about the san diego state kicker yeah who's just like just throwing out 80 yard punts like, like it ain't no thing in the air <laughs> this guy is <laughs> yeah. dropping bombs Oh my god! Multiple eighty-yard punts this season. Yeah, yeah, and the one of them in altitude. Um, one of them in altitude went eighty yards in the air. That is. But so, what round is he going in? Three. Where did Janikowski go? That was the Raiders. That was the Raiders. He went the first round? I would say yeah. round four at the earliest. I mean, round three. Well, maybe round three, I guess, if you're really that big of a need. But this is – that's a game changer, man. You you change the field position with your punter. That's huge. I mean, like, what's that worth to a bad offense? Or just a you team that needs a punter. <laughs> what, what's, what's that worth to, you know – like the fucking Jets next year. It's like okay, let's just, just in case we're terrible on offense again. Let's go draft Mega Punter, and and at least we have a fucking circus freak to trot out there, and it'll be the best selling jersey in fucking all of the world because who wouldn't want to own Mega Punter's jersey? I feel like that's a Belichick pick. I would absolutely. Well, see, with Belichick, there's not enough value. Normally, in those middle rounds, Belichick likes to draft like wide receivers that will be out of the league in like 18 months. Um, 
So it's like it's kind of outside of his like norm. I'm like petting myself here on my head on my live stream. Anyway, um, the uh, yeah, I'm like if you're gonna be a bad offense, but yeah, I would I would I, if the Niners drafted Mega Punter, I would absolutely get a Mega Punter jersey. I don't know that anybody else is calling him Mega Punter, but I'm calling him Mega Punter because I'm not gonna look up his name. He's Mega Punter, and you know who I'm talking about when I say Mega Punter. For San Diego State. That's all you need to know. Right. I might have to go see a San Diego State game just to watch one of those fucking big, glorious fucking, like... Dude, what do you even call it? Booming punts. Boomers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you should definitely bring it, like, a stopwatch and time his air time, his hang time. Just be that guy. I'm gonna be like uh, Jonah Hill in uh, in Superbad. I'm just gonna be sitting there in class, just drawing pictures of <laughs> big, big veiny mega punts, <laughs> veiny legs, just big veiny mega punts. Why does so that veiny. have so much hair on it? <laughs> um, all right. What else? I've already talked about how unwatchable the football was this week. 10 out of 13 games were decided by two scores. Like best game of the what was best game of the week? Falcons Dolphins last second field goal. Lions Rams. Uh yeah, Lions Rams was probably up there. Lions Rams was a I was, game. I, I, I was I, riveted. The Falcons Dolphins game won me some money, so I'll take that one. Boom. I took took the over. Had it by the third quarter. Boom. Giants, Giants, Panthers, obviously. Decisive victory. I mean, the, right, Bengals, then... the Bengals against the Ravens was an impressive <clears throat> performance by Jamar Chase. And... It was. That was actually that was a really fun game <clears throat> to watch. So, um, but I am by no means surprised by the Bengals being good this year. Their defense looks good. Joe no, I've, been, I've, I've been on that train since fucking last year. I, I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah. Fuck ZAC Taylor. Um, Five and two. It's, it's the a tied. They're tied for first place in the division. I'm not. I'm not willing to give them that much credit. They're tied the, with the, the team they just beat. So they're the they're Bengals. In first place. The Bengals ownership will fuck this up within three years. Um, hey, I'm banking on it. All right, I'm with you. But <laughs> they look good. Um, and then uh, a new segment here at the end, user-submitted questions. Ooh. I just got a question that I like so much that we've created a new segment for user-generated questions. I like it. Is Jared Goff just a healthier Sam Bradford? I, mean, I, could, I, mean, I, could. I don't know. I was, I was always just shocked watching Sam Pat Bradford play. I was like, this guy, like, where is, who is he fooling? How does this, how does he still here? He just never looked like a professional quarterback ever. I, I mean, he was put it, up some ridiculous the... numbers in college. Yeah. Uh, he just, but he just, the way he just looked and carried himself was like, what the fuck is this guy? He looked like my, he always looked to me like my buddy Mason. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. could see that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, Anywho, but uh, yeah, I mean the the big baggy jersey. Um, at least Goff doesn't have that. 
Goff's at least been really... to a Super Bowl. Um, I kind of like. Yeah, Goff. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't like Goff, and it's not even a Rams thing. He's just not. He's just, he's wallpaper. There's just nothing there. Um, I mean, maybe you know. Listen, if they get some receivers in Detroit, maybe he's able to do something, but. I think what we're seeing from the Rams right now is that really the only upgrade they made was going from Goff to Stafford, and they're crushing people right now. So, um, yes, Joel, who asked, and uh, I would say yes, that's 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 a fairly decent comparison, and I'm kind of mad that you made it and I didn't. Cosine, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Joel, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Um, from the uh, from the the chat here from the live stream, um, let me see here. Uh, somebody wants a shout out, but I'm not. Listen, I'm not just going to give you a shout out just because you asked for one. Ernest, um, say something funny. Ask a good question. Joey Z, Joey Z says, uh, Joey. Shanahan, should Shanahan still be considered an elite coach? Crickets. I mean, okay, you guys. I mean, like, listen, I, I wouldn't right. call him. I, I mean, you either you guys talk and fill the air, or I'm gonna talk for the next 35 minutes. About this. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Was he? I don't. I mean, I don't know if I ever considered him elite. He's done very well at a young age, but he's also. I mean, he's. But has he? I mean, blew that Super Bowl lead with the Falcons. Um, I don't, I don't know. He wasn't playing defense. I just don't know if I ever had him as an elite coach. Yeah, I mean, I guess is my is my stance on that. I just listened to you, so <laughs> I <clears throat> here's here's my somebody asked, somebody else asked me separately from than this. Should Shanahan be on the hot seat? And there's a couple things. One, he just signed an extension, so it's like. The Niners, like, the Niners are on the hook for five more years. Jed York is willing to get rid of guys. Like he, he got rid of Harbaugh, then Tom Sula, then Chip Kelly in successive years. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for him to fire somebody and continue to pay. Like he just got done paying Chip Kelly. So if he had to pay two coaches at the same time, as long as he got the right one, Jed seems like money's not the issue on the coaching standpoint. Okay. <laughs> that being that being said, who the fuck are we sure is better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are who are you out there getting? And and how quickly is Kyle Shanahan a head coach somewhere else? Five minutes after he's been fired, the Definitely. only way he's not a head coach somewhere right after is if he does the Josh McDaniels thing, and it's just like you know what. I'm not going to take the first job that comes to me. I'm going to sit and wait. Maybe go call plays for somebody and just relax for a year or two. Go, so he, go. Sorry. No. Uh, so I, I just, I don't see him. It's not like Kyle Shanahan's going to be out of football. If the Niners fire him, like he's a mostly brilliant NFL mind. 
with some flaws. And um, I would like him to correct those flaws with the Niners as opposed to learning lessons and then taking them elsewhere. Yeah, it's not – I mean, what's you know, what's the worst that could happen? Hashtag Bill Belichick, Cleveland Browns. Right. Um, but, yeah, I guess my question for you, Nacho, is – do you consider do you consider him an elite coach, and uh, or do you still consider him an elite coach if you did consider him an elite coach? I think he's, you know, I mean, the thing that I would have hung my hat on for a while is the guys play hard for him. They played really hard for him, even when they were terrible. He took he went to a Super Bowl. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to grab 10. I mean, what's elite? Top 10%? Is he a top three? Is he a top four coach in the NFL? I'd say no. Is he top eight? I'm not sure that there's, I'm not sure I'd rather have seven other coaches than him. I mean, even the coach, even, even just looking at the good teams out there. All right, let's look at the, let's look at the teams that are, um, that are having good seasons, right? Like, so let's start I don't with. Th- would you rather have uh, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh? Gosh, um, maybe. I'm gonna need a yes or a no. <laughs> would I rather have John Harbaugh? Trevor, you got an opinion? Uh I don't know. I like Harbaugh a lot. <laughs> I always have. I, I'll say, I'll say, yeah. I would, yeah. I would take, I would take Harbaugh over Shanahan. Yeah, I thought I was starting with an easy one. Uh, Chiefs, uh, Andy Reid, or is he too old? No, I'd take Andy Reid over over Shanahan too. Bill Belichick. Right. Yeah. Yes. Legend, li- yeah. li- living legend. Uh, legend. Mike Literally. Tomlin, probably. Yeah. McVeigh. No. Yeah. No. I don't think McVeigh solves any of the problems that the Niners have. Same kind, similar kind of coach, offensive mind. Yeah, and 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 Shanahan's beat him multiple times. Like these, like four of the last five times or something. Like Jimmy G's never lost to the Rams. Like it's um, the, the the when Shanahan's had talent, he's had the Rams number. So um, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with Shanahan over McVeigh. Okay. Okay. Uh, isn't uh, what do you think of that? Chargers new coach. You like the way he's talking in press conferences and going for on fourth down all the time? Yeah, but I'd still rather have an offensive especially especially since we've got a young quarterback that like I don't I don't like the idea of bringing in a defensive coach who would bring in an offense coordinator that might only be there for 2 years. Like I want some consistency for the young quarterback. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I can't really think of any other coaches. 
Now, like Harbaugh, Tomlin, Belichick, those guys are all defensive coaches, but they they bring so much like they they bring so much of the veteran coach stuff that I think it would it would even out. Um, but like uh, Bruce Arians, I you know I'll hang on to I'll hang on to Shanahan, Mike Lafleur or Matt Lafleur, whichever fucking Lafleur is in Green Bay. Like, I'm hanging on to I'm hanging on to Shanahan. Um, um, Matt Nagy, I think certainly over Shanahan. Um, Too given. Mike like Mike McCarthy's five and one, but I don't think anybody's actually giving Mike McCarthy any credit for that, and I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I was trying to think. Gr- I was going through divisions. I was like, no, not them. You know who's an interesting name maybe for next year? Gruden, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jay Gruden. Be clear. <laughs> Jay Gruden. Um, Vrabel is... Vrabel's an interesting one. That's a good one. Okay. I didn't go think of that one now. Stefanski would be a... would be an interesting one. I like um, my guy. I'm sure you do. Um, I mean, we've had so but, many bad coaches, so... Right. What's not to like? So anyway, so yeah, I'm uh So I would I would say he's firmly in the top ten, Shanahan. That's where it feels. Very he's in the very good tier. Like if if you're going like ten to seven is very good, great is seven to four, and then elite is three, two, and one. I think um, I think he's in that seven to ten range. I like but it. Out of, but out of out of all the guys in the seven to ten range, and probably most of the guys in the four to seven range, has the biggest potential out of any of them, given his age, offensive acumen, that type of shit. Yeah, and that's and like if you've. You've already got a top like so. If you've already got a top ten coach, and he's got the potential to get better, then yeah, he's not on the hot seat. But it's it's worrisome that we've only had one winning season. So, anyways, um, speaking of seasons, how hockey? It's it's like underway in everything. Despite the fact that have we lost Trevor just in time for a hockey corner? No, I'm here. No, he's here. Tug music. All right. Yes, hockey is in full swing. Getting started, a lot of slow starting, very good teams, a lot of fast starting, relatively poor teams. Uh, I will have to say my New York Islanders are are just hitting it right now. And uh... Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.